Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to my Headshot Photography podcast. Today, I have a special guest. I'm super excited for this um, conversation and then this, this podcast. Um, I would like to welcome Konstantinos. He's mostly known as a Simply Digital. Um, I'm a huge fan of your work. I've been following you for, for a long time. Uh, not to mention, I have learned so much from you and i'm super honored to um you know have you on this podcast and then i'm just super excited to just even able to to talk to you and have some um questions about social media uh, digital marketing so welcome and um thank you again for for joining uh my podcast thank you so much for the invitation uh, honored by your words and uh really excited about this uh, conversation Perfect. So let's jump in straight into the question. So my first question, let's start with you. Um, can you tell me about your path into digital marketing? How this whole thing started? What leads you? Because I, I've kind of tried to do a little bit of research um, on you and just kind of also I've been listening, you know, some of your stuff, which you're sharing. And you said you started in Greece. You've, 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 you've got so many um, awards and then you push this whole thing into international scale. So if you could just share with you your story behind how did you get into this whole business? Well, you know, my, uh, my background is purely mar uh, marketing. So, you know, I started, this was my studies field. I, I studied business administration. Then I realized, you know, pretty early that marketing is my jump. So I wanted to jump into marketing. I didn't know back then, you know, what exactly I wanted to do in marketing. And when I started marketing, you know, marketing was like totally prehistoric, nothing related to digital or internet. This came into, our, into my life way later, but I knew that, you know, marketing was the creative side of business, of doing business, which is, you know, uh, marketing and communicating and grabbing attention of people was really the field that uh, early on, I believed uh, that was my, my thing. So I wanted to, uh, to study that. I, uh, I did my MBA in marketing and then, you know, I moved to... Uh, probably the best marketing school out there in terms of uh, as a corporate um, organization, which is Procter & Gamble and, you know, the company that really gave birth to the meaning uh, brand management. So, you know, it's the, the, the first company that talked about brands, uh, created different uh, um, companies within the same company. That's how they, they are treating marketing. And I saw that marketing is not just, you know, uh, what people believe so far, communicating or um, creating an ad or whatever, it's a whole science. It's uh, mm -hmm. treating, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's treating data like golden and making decisions based on that, understanding the insights, uh, being very close to what the consumer wants. Uh, he's the boss. So he will want to react to what they want, what they would like to see from us, etc. cetera. And, and then, you know, after spending 10 years in the corporate, uh, in corporate roles, I decided that I wanted to do something else. I wanted to, to bring my creativity into new um, uh, destinations. So the startup scene was really um, starting to grow at this point. So I was seeing, you know, many people creating new ideas, uh, attempting to, to start a business from zero, create platforms and SaaS platforms, etc. So since I was an athlete, I wanted to attempt uh, to create, you know, some kind of platform for athletes. And, you know, and bridge that with my, with my experience in marketing, in business, uh, 
at that point. I had zero experience in digital at that point, zero. I didn't even know what impressions uh, or reads mean or, you know, how to run a Facebook ad. I didn't know anything. So uh, I started, you know, uh, I quit my job. So I did, you know, everything uh, quite revolutionary. Uh, I didn't start, you know, doing things on the side. I said, okay, I want to to go all in, uh, dedicate to this idea, see where it goes. So um, that's how I entered digital marketing. That was my first attempt because I, I understood that I need to learn digital marketing if I want to grow a digital business. And that's how I got into that. Um, I started studying. I'm self-taught in terms of digital marketing, although I have a very strong foundation in marketing. Uh, and then, you know, I created the agency, which is Simply Digital. Simply Digital is an agency. That's what people don't know most of the times. And um, I just, um, you know, uh, capitalized the knowledge that I, I got all those years from my, from, from my own journey. And that's how Simply Digital came up. And that's what I'm continuing doing right now. Mm-hmm. So the next question, what I want to ask you is, is based on like my experience actually consuming your content. And I have no idea how you find all this stuff because that's one of the things which always impressed me like you digging this stuff out you know i don't even know how how you can kind of put hands on all those stuff but my question is like how do you think um you can stay up to date with the industry changes because this whole thing is evolving so quickly that i i found even in my own experience you know by the time i figure something out this whole thing is over and there's new thing on on in this industry and there's new approaches you know new new platforms new techniques and all this stuff so that's my first part of the question how you kind of stay up to date with with everything what it's happening especially how fast this whole thing's going and my kind of following question is like what do you think is the biggest challenge in the digital marketing well you know first of all on the first leg of your question uh, i'm genuinely i genuinely love this industry Uh, it's like me being in a in a huge you know, kids park with different toys and I just play around because I genuinely love trying things. That's how I know so many things. That's how my bookmarks are full of platforms and tools and automations and artificial intelligence stuff that I explore and I discover daily. And also just say, you know, all the things that I have used myself all those years uh, as an entrepreneur, as a marketeer. And I'm just, you know, disclosing whatever I know, whatever I find out uh, every single day. I just share it with my audience. And that's what people love. And that's why probably they find it so uh, strange that I come mm-hmm. up with new tools and new hacks and new stuff. Uh, you know, this, this territory is endless. There's so many things that you can do and explore. You just need to have, you know, the, gen- the genuine interest to explore them. Mm-hmm. And I have it. And that's why I'm always ahead. I'm always keeping up to date with uh, the things coming in the digital marketing industry, in the tech industry in general, in the Web3 uh, environment that it's really unfolding right now as we talk, as we speak. Um, and if you want to be part of this uh, industry and be a significant part of this industry and, you know, really making uh, things roll instead of, you know, you following the trends, you need to stay ahead. You need to understand what's happening. You need to jump into early. You need to experiment. Um, and if you don't have that as a genuine passion, it's not for you. That's mm-hmm. how I jumped into TikTok, for example, early on. And I, and I reached uh, 2 million followers in a year. And I, and I have like almost 3.5 billion views of my videos the last year only on TikTok. So 
that's how I jumped because I saw that there is something there. I wanted to experiment. I wanted to see if there is something there for a business. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how I do everything. I don't just take your word on it because you tried it. I want to try it myself. I want to try create a funnel. I want to create a masterclass. I want to create a webinar. I want to uh, to try you know selling courses. I want to do this. I want to do that. And when I do, I will tell you my honest opinion on that. Mm-hmm. What was your second leg? The you second know? one was what is the biggest challenge in digital okay. marketing these days, based on your opinion? The greatest uh, challenge for people depends on you know what is your your position in this industry. Are you somebody who's just trying to build the, the business and you're using digital marketing as a vehicle? Are you a digital marketing professional? So you're trying to help others build their business? No matter what your position is, uh, the digital marketing environment is quite overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And for me, this is the, uh, the biggest challenge. People really get lost in this uh, field and they don't have the patience to give it time. Mm-hmm. They don't have the patience to put content out there and see what's happen- what happens, mm-hmm. uh, to stick to a strategy and see what happens. They want immediate results. We were living in a very uh, fast food kind of uh, mm-hmm. era. Everything is, uh, you know, based on instant gratification. We run now, we, we have a sale or we do this and we get a like or whatever. So people don't really have the, the patience to build an online business. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. So that's challenging along with the fact that, you know, this is an overwhelming territory. You need to, uh, to know what you're doing, uh, to choose your battles. You can do everything if you don't have unlimited resources, but you need to stick to a plan. And mm-hmm. that's very hard for people to do. Yeah. So actually that's it's well I just have another like a following question for that. So do you believe in content strategy or more like impulsive about the content you create? Um and the reason I want to ask you about is and then I think I just want to kind of unpack everything well that's what you just have said because I'm kind of um in the industry where like Digital marketing is just a part of my business, right? So it's not I can kind of fully focus on. Um, so how do you, how, what would be your advice? Like people who have kind of small business or a little bit bigger business, should they do digital marketing by themselves or they should outsource it to someone who has more experience? Because especially nowadays, you cannot really have a business if you don't have any digital marketing strategy for everything what you do. So how you can kind of balance this, let's say two things you're juggling at the same time well first of all i'm, I'm somebody who doesn't leave things on, on the on the luck on, mm-hmm. on this thing called luck for people that believe in luck so i want to uh to design what i do i want to design a path of course you know there is a factor that it's not always upon our own influence which, mm-hmm. which is you know how people react to that how people gonna approach that you know if they like our face in a video or whatever our voice mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but I always, you know, create a strategy at the beginning. And that's why, you know, I'm teaching also in my course uh, that you need to have, you need to design your identity before people do that for you. If you don't design your identity, if I don't say that, you know, this is me, Kostatinos, simplifying digital marketing and simplifying this overwhelming territory that I described, and this is what I do, this is what I'm coming here to do for you, and this is what you're going to get if, if you follow me, they will... Um, uh, brand me, they will uh, create an identity as they wish, right? Mm-hmm. So based on this statement and this promise that I do for my own identity, 
I create content that fits to that identity. Because if I if I go after trends, if I go after what other people are doing, if I if I do whatever I feel like every single day that I wake up, I will end up meaning nothing to people, right? Mm-hmm. One day I mean this, one day I mean that, one day I mean the other thing. So this is really difficult for people. People love people that are consistent towards mm-hmm. the direction. I do this. Of course, this doesn't mean that you cannot adjust. You cannot broaden your scope. You cannot um, try different things. I've done this numerous times. But you need to have a scope at the beginning. You need to go after a specific direction. This direction might lead you somewhere else, which is even better. But at least for the beginning, you need to have a direction. And that's why you plan a strategy. You create content accordingly. You come up with ideas of content based on the strategy. And... um, uh, and then it's you know trial and error. That's mm-hmm. how you move. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent agree. So, what's your favorite tools and software or website for social media marketing? Like, I know there's tons of them, but what would be your like top three which you would recommend it? And let's kind of look for this from like a photography perspective, if if you wouldn't mind. Um, what would be your 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 top three ones which you would recommend? Uh, well, Canva is definitely, you know, one of the top three tools. You can create videos, you can create graphics. I mean, you know, Canva made graphics, graphic design so easy. Uh, and that's why designers hate it because, you know, it <laughs> makes everybody a designer. Uh, and some people are like, you know, it's strange for me because I see so many people attacking me when I create content that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. promotes Canva and they're like, ah, this is bullshit. This is is killing our, our profession or yeah. whatever. Dude, chill. I mean, you need to, to, to understand that nobody is going to sit on a, on a corner waiting for you to, to improve in your profession. Things mm-hmm. are happening you, with or without you. You either whine about it and you sit in a corner crying because Canva came out and it is, a, is, is a risk for your job, or you become better or you use it for your own benefit. Mm-hmm. So I cannot really, you know, uh, see why people are really whining about, you know, technology running like fast as hell. This will continue happening. Yes. Like, you know, uh, accept it or not, that nobody cares. So Canva is definitely one. Uh, mm-hmm. You can create miracles with that, especially if you become... Well, better. I have a little story with that, but I'll, I'll let you finish and I'll I'll, okay. I'll share my story. And this is actually your part of it. So okay, we'll, okay. we'll jump into it in uh, a second. So the other one is definitely in video uh, mm-hmm. and CapCut, which are two amazing uh, mobile apps that you can really create amazing videos, short videos, short videos, not long videos, uh, for your TikTok, for your Instagram Reels, for your YouTube Shorts. I mean, whatever I create, I create create it there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Adding subtitles, keyframing, you name it. I mean, they do everything that a professional editor on a a laptop could do, you know, three, four years Mm -hmm. ago. Uh, and the third one could be, I don't know, Render Forest probably or in video. Those two platforms can help you, you know, create amazing videos or intros or stuff like that that you can use for branding yourself through video. Or even if your camera side, you don't want to show up, you know, in front of the camera, you can create, if you are creative enough, you can create other kind of uh, type of videos with whiteboard, with animation, stuff like that. So you can tell a story. Absolutely. So let me share my story. So... I had to create some kind of intro video for my YouTube channel. And well, I, I'm a little bit like, I know 
Final Cut Pro, but all this, you know, graphic stuff, I had no idea. And I went on what is called this website, Fiverr, and I paid someone hundred bucks to create that intro video. And then I saw your video on Canva, like how you can like literally within a couple of minutes to do that. And I'm just like, shoot, if I would know that, like, you know, a few days before, I would save hundred bucks, but yeah, yeah. You, you go, you learn, I guess. Right. But yeah, I've, and I've I think you also were promoting, you know, how people can even make money out of this. Right. Cause you know, there yeah. are people like me who had no idea how to do this. Looks kind of cool. Look, looks really nice. And, and then, you know, like you can really do it yourself, even yeah. on your cell phone, which is, you know, unbelievable that we've yeah, done. Yeah, that's how I started uh, being a freelancer. I mean, you know, before building my marketing agency, I started freelancing when I needed, you know, money for my startup. I said, okay, what can I do? I just need to find, you know, a way that I can really provide services day one to people and get paid for that. So I jumped into tools like PicMonkey and Canva and Render Forest and InVideo and Filmora. I understood how they work. I... Leverage, of course, my experience in marketing and communication to create some kind of, uh, you know, meaningful videos for them and promotional stuff. And I started selling that. And that's how mm -hmm. I got my first uh, money. So the tools are enablers, but you will need to make the work. You will yes. need to improve. You will need to put the work. That's what people don't understand. That's why they believe that, you know, a tool will come and create money for them. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. Well, but you still need to somehow be open to jump into the kind of dark water, as I say, right? And then try no. things because th this is the only way to overcome some of those challenges, I guess, right? Um, and I think a lot light, of people are light, here. light waters uh, rarely have good surprises for you. It's what you yeah. see. You're, you already see it. I mean, it's clear. You see your yeah. feet. Yeah, absolutely. You need to go to dark waters to see, you know, something that you didn't expect to see. Yes. Oh, yeah. But fear is not helping you. No, no, no. Absolutely. But I think I agree with you. And then and, and this whole thing is entirely overwhelming for a lot of people. Right. And they look at this from much broader perspective. And it's just so like seems like it's so difficult and unreachable. And it's probably like I will never learn this stuff. Um but again, like, you know, you have to try it, right? And then kind of learn. And I think those those websites and tools becoming like much, much easier to use these days. Like even with Canva, you just drop stuff and this whole thing is doing this for you and you can just adjust it. And again, I had no idea how easy it was at the beginning. And then when I started using it, I was just like, oh my God, like this is really make my life easier, not to mention how much money you can save. And then if you're smart enough, you can still making money out of this, right? So absolutely. But still you need to have some, you know, some basic knowledge. I yes. mean you if I teach you how to use Canva, still you need to have some kind of knowledge on what kind of copy you will put on a on a graphic. Right. So uh, how you're gonna create a carousel, how you're yes. gonna tell a story. So you need other skills as well. That's why yes. I'm always saying to people Tools are not enough. You need to build yourself first. You need to learn some skills. You need to understand marketing. You understand what people need to learn. You need to understand uh, to, to learn storytelling. So yes. you, you cannot build a brand without storytelling. Yeah. So yeah, everything improves while you improve as well. Absolutely. 100% agree. So my next question is, uh, we, we touched a little bit on this, but what in your opinion are the most important qualities for small business owner who have to become a digital marketer for their own business? The quality for a digital marketeer for their business? So, no, no. So what the qualities are of the digital marketer? And, and what I mean by that is what, like, 
how I want to touch this, let's say you have an own business and you have to become also digital marketing for your for your business. So what's the quality of the person who is running digital marketing? First of all, I don't really agree with mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, if you run a business, you need to become also a digital marketeer. I don't agree okay. per se. Because, you know, this is not something that you can do on the side just because mm -hmm. you want to promote. At some point of time, you might need to invest in a professional or in an agency to run your mm -hmm. business, right? So what I do right now for my business is, is a byproduct of 20 years of experience. You cannot get that because you want to in two months. Yes, you can do things. You can improve. You, you can start doing things. But your effort to become a digital marketer in parallel might you know, mm -hmm. have a, a cost on your business, which is something that you do. So if you offer photography service or photography coaching or whatever, you cannot be in parallel mm -hmm. uh, a digital marketer, right? At least a good one. That's what good I believe. Mm -hmm. You need to choose your battles. Uh, but if you want to improve and you need to, um, you know, to have a basic understanding of how digital marketing works, you need to understand that there are two directions. The first one is understanding what I say, what, what I call the intention-based marketing, mm -hmm. which is understand that, you know, for everything we do, there is a search. Mm -hmm. Whatever we, that people are looking for, there is an answer. And you need to be part of those answers with your content, with your services, with your uh, responses to these questions. So this is where organic search goes, SEO goes, uh, PPC goes, so, you know, running ads, Google search ads, etc. And the other one is the media-based marketing. So me, as social media, becoming a broadcast, uh, uh, you know, source mm -hmm. and becoming my own media channel. So I broadcast a, an event, uh, a podcast, uh, a video or whatever, and people start looking for that, start watching that because they uh, they love the program, and that's how I build a fan base. I build authority, and I build some you know a community of people that care about what I say. That's how I can sell whatever I have to sell. Okay, so those are the two directions you need to understand and learn. So understand very well how you can really spot what people are looking for and how you can become part of those responses. And the other, the other one is how you can build your own media so you can really build a brand. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So, this is a brand, but this is a twofold uh, strategy most of the times. Absolutely. So, one of the biggest challenges, what I have, let's say, and I, this is what I hear from my industry, is the budgeting, um, social media, and, and digital marketing campaigns. So, what would be your advice on creating digital marketing budget for small businesses and just in business in general? It depends, really. I mean, depends on the industry, depends on the business. There is a, there is a, there is a rule that says, you know, when you start, uh, when you launch a product, when you launch a service, you should estimate something around, you know, 15 or 20% of your total mm -hmm. revenue. Okay. Uh, in uh, in uh, in you know in in total spending, but still, I don't really believe that you know this rule is a golden rule. It should be followed mm -hmm. forever. Um, I'm more I'm more in favor of the fact that you know at the beginning you need to put a lot of sweat equity, sweat investment in a, mm -hmm. in a business. Uh, you need to create content. You need to start reading and improving. You need to focus on your brand. You need to focus on your social media. You need to explore other 
um, uh, paths that your competition are not following. So, if, for example, right now, most businesses are not on TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So, if you're a photography uh, professional or a wedding professional, whatever, most of the majority of your competition are doing the same things. Blogging, YouTube, maybe, Instagram, and still they do the same boring stuff, right? So mm-hmm. why not, instead of going, you know, after putting 20% of your budget on paid ads or whatever, why don't put, you put your, your content, your, your effort, your, mm-hmm. your time, and your mind towards creating a TikTok account that will make a difference? Mm-hmm. That's what I believe right now. I don't believe it's a matter of budgeting. I believe it's a matter of seeing the white space in your industry, see where the opportunity exists, and put more equity, uh, sweat equity in that rather than money. Mm-hmm. So let's kind of expand this. So what would be your advice of the the foundation of developing social media campaign and strategy? Like I think there's a little bit differences between those what two. Did, what, is the, what did you say? Uh, so what would be the foundation of the, developing the social media campaign? Like the, the 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 basic core, you know, like how you're starting. Let's say you have a you want to create campaign for, let's say, a product or a service. What would be just the, the first and what would be the most important steps in your opinion to to make this work? First of all, I need to understand what is the audience very well. Okay, because most people, you know, don't really understand what is the audience, but very specifically. And where is this audience right now? What are they consuming? How, what kind of content they love? How they buy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Understand their pain points. And, um, and start creating, first of all, content that addresses this audience and, the, and their pain points in the specific platform. So this is the organic approach, right? Yes. Start creating content by understanding what Rafal is looking for. Rafal mm-hmm. right now has specific pain points. He wants to grow his social media. He wants to grow this, he wants to do this, he's struggling with that, whatever, whatever. So I'm starting creating content that answers these questions. Okay. At the same time, I might start blogging, blogging about these questions mm-hmm. on my on my website because you know I want to be searchable for these solutions. So whatever point you have, you might react positively to me because I create content about that on Instagram, but at the same time you will Google it about it. Mm-hmm. Right? You will try to find answers about that. So I want to be part of the answers uh, for your pain. I want to be part of the solution that comes up when you search for something, either with my article or with my service. Mm-hmm. So those, those are the two organic things that you can do with zero money. Zero mm-hmm. money. Content and becoming searchable. You can also do that on YouTube, which is a search engine. People mm-hmm. go and look for specific guides, solutions, answers, debates about specific things they're looking for so go after youtube and blogging and then uh, try to create social media this is a long-term strategy doesn't you don't see the results day one you need to wait okay so this is the first one that we discussed before intention based and media based the other one is the paid effort so if you're struggling and want to get results day, day one you need to explore the pain advertising avenue so you can do that by start uh, building awareness about what you do. If you have a service or whatever, which is, you know, the top of the funnel effort, awareness, starting, you know, informing people about who I am, what I do, what kind of solution I provide, why should they care and bring them in my funnel 
my funnel, could be my website, could be a specific sales funnel that I have created, could be a webinar, could be a sign-up form, a discovery call, you name it. Okay. Um, so I start creating this movement towards my funnel with a paid, uh, through a paid way. This can be a small video, this can be a graphic, this can be a, um, a search campaign. So somebody looks for, I don't know, photography seminar or photography course. He finds my result because I pay uh, per, per, per click on Google and then he enters my website and then I put him in my funnel in a paid way, not an organic one. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is the framework uh, towards you can really um, start, you know, building your own campaign. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So how can we measure if, let's say, campaign was successful or was not successful? Because, like, I, I've noticed, you know, through some of the stuff what I've done, you know, it, it, there's there's so many different factors and there's so many certain things we have to look at, but how we can kind of overall decide, like, you know, that it was successful campaign or was not successful campaign. That's where KPIs come in. So you need to set some KPIs and say, you know what, I'm putting some effort on Instagram, for example, to build content or on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I put some effort, but the KPIs should be not revenue based, should be mm -hmm. community based. So okay. how, how big I want my account to be? Um, what kind of people I want to attract? Uh, what is a realistic goal to hit, you know, specific numbers within six months? So you need to, to have specific APIs for each channel. On social mm -hmm. media, it should never be revenue based, according to my experience. Okay. Okay. You need to build an audience. You need to build a community. You need to build a KPI of your involvement in the platform daily. How much time I will spend? How much time I will spend to create content? And then on your paid campaigns, what we normally do is that we estimate the lifetime value of a client, mm -hmm. right? And then we calculate also the recruiting cost for a client. Okay. So if I spend, for example, $50 to bring you in my funnel and you convert, mm -hmm. and you give me a revenue of $200 in a year, this means that I have a poor time return on investment of my recruiting cost. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is a successful campaign. If you can get four money, four times your money back from a, a client, this is a win. If you now spend $200 to get a client and the client gives you $100 in a year, this means that you're losing $100 per, per client that converts. Absolutely. Okay. So that's how you calculate how much, uh, how successful is a campaign in a monetary way. You need to know the estimated lifetime value of a person, of a client, somebody who signs up with you, and how much you're willing to spend in order to get them. So you need to know what is your ceiling of spending mm -hmm. to get a client. Absolutely. Um, so let's um, move on and switch the gears a little bit. Um, so looking at you know, all the social media platforms and how they evolving and how they changing. And you can see like drastic changes in, let's say, Instagram and Facebook. And so what do you think is the ideal kind of platforms, social media platform where people should be today? TikTok, period. TikTok. Next, next question. Next question. <laughs> okay. So what's the next? No, no, no. no? Just give me a couple of seconds to speak on that. So... Um, I know that, you know, this is not a very 
pleasant uh, realization for many people because they don't like TikTok or they believe it's for kids or believe it's a, it's a wave that will pass or mm-hmm. I don't know, they, they, they cannot see themselves in the platform or they're, uh, they're afraid of the judging and the hating and everything. But whether you like it or not, you know, TikTok right now dominates everything. Dominates mm-hmm. everything. It's the most underpriced attention uh, and organic reach we have seen in the history of digital marketing. Never, never. It was cheaper to reach 1 million people or to build a 2 million account that I, like I did, uh, reaching billions of people every single, every single year. This is insane. I mean, I would spend, I don't know, the money of Elon Musk if I wanted to reach this audience in a paid way, right? Yeah. So you can build a brand by leveraging this power before it's too late because, you know, mm-hmm. at some point of time, TikTok will be saturated as well. Like Instagram was a couple of years ago or it's still yes. now. So uh, you need to jump in. You need to feel uncomfortable. You need to start creating content and let TikTok educate you in the new way of content creation, which is short mm-hmm. video, valuable tips, uh, become the ambassador of your industry rather than jumping in a platform and, you know, really getting, um, as, making your first priority to sell your things. It doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So do you think we should focus on, let's say, one social media platform and put all energy there or we should just kind of you know be everywhere and just do little things here and there it depends on what you need to do on your objective so like with i do with everything many people many people are asking questions without having the objective in their minds they're like (laughs) what should i do for what what kind of social media should i focus on for what to do what what's your objective if you tell me you know what i'm trying to get clients i want to get 50 more clients by the end of December. I would not, I won't tell you to go on TikTok. I would mm-hmm. tell you, go on YouTube, start a uh, blog and start answering all the key questions of your industry. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to tell you because people are looking for that and they're willing to pay. That's where the intention is. On TikTok, we're doing other stuff. We're creating an engine of organic reach mm-hmm. that can really build a brand much, much faster than anything else around you. Mm-hmm. Okay. The awareness stage can be huge. You can really explode the top of the funnel uh, by bringing more people in whatever you're doing if you do it in a smart way, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So you need to have a very clear uh, intention whenever Mm -hmm. you are making a a question. What are you trying to achieve? So TikTok right now can be, for me, the number one, the the overarching, you know, a platform in everything we do because when you create content through TikTok, you can mm-hmm. repurpose that on Pinterest, on YouTube mm-hmm. Shorts, on Instagram, on Facebook Reels. It's a new thing right now. So you can repurpose that everywhere. Even put those videos inside your blog mm-hmm. and have people coming from uh, TikTok to your blog and vice versa. Absolutely. So you need to make that, you know, the, the, the center of your effort. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe, and I believe that you know every single industry, every single business has uh, a reason to be, to be on TikTok if they play it smart and if they, uh, you know, adjust in the culture of the platform. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, you know what? It's 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 fascinating what what you're saying, and again, it's it's a learning process for all of us, especially people who are running a business. But again, I think. 
adjusting to it. And I, I don't want to make excuses, right? It's as you said, like, you know, people were so against TikTok, I remember at the beginning, but I, I found you on TikTok. And then, you know, because of the content you were providing, yeah. you know, like I was just going back and I was just checking all the time. And then, you know, I saw you on um, Instagram and other social media platforms, but that's where I found you. And yeah, TikTok definitely... I don't know, just put this whole thing on a completely uh, different level. And I also see that the other social media platforms, they try to copy TikTok, right? Like, you know, the yeah. Instagram and Facebook, they try to do the same thing, but they have leverage um, on the, the, because they started this whole thing. Okay, so my next question is, so what's, in your opinion, is the next major trend in, in digital marketing? Uh, the next, for me, the next thing is, um, recurring revenue for creators. This is what platforms are trying to do. This is what other platforms are trying to create. Mm -hmm. They're trying to create avenues for creators to make the game more fair. Because right now, the game is not fair. So mm -hmm. I'm bringing tons of money to TikTok. I'm bringing tons of money on Instagram. I'm bringing tons of money on YouTube. And I don't mm -hmm. get money from that. I get yeah. money in other ways. So... I think that the next trend is how we can really incentivize creators to keep creating or more creators to jump in and to really reward them for mm -hmm. the attention they create in the platform and for the value they bring in the platform. Because right now, it's, it's a, it's a one-sided game. Yeah. It's a one-sided game. And the platforms know that. Instagram has already uh, said that. And they're trying to build features and functionalities that can really make people... You know, help people make money by subscribe. You know, by creating subscriptions or NFTs, bringing NFTs in on Instagram or whatever they're trying to do. And there are other platforms that are coming in the game, and they're trying mm -hmm. to create uh, ways for you to uh, leverage this fan base that you have. So, how can I make money through this fan base, like mm -hmm. uh, Patreon or like uh, creator platforms that are coming in? I mean, every single week I get approached by at least a couple of platforms that you know are starting now and they're creating private clubs and they want us to bring our fan base in those platforms and those platforms gives us many many more tools to monetize this audience so this is a trend that i see and mm -hmm. i believe that you know and that's why I'm, I'm yelling through my content that mm -hmm. uh, content creation is not just a nice to have is a is a full-time priority is a full-time focus mm -hmm. uh, it's a necessity and can be a, a full-time job for you Absolutely. If you don't have a business, you might be a content creator. And this is a very, it can be a very, very rewarding mm -hmm. uh, path for you if you decide yeah. to go all in. Yeah. But I, you know what? I, I agree with you when it comes to like, you know, the, I'm not saying the social media platforms taking advantage of the creators, but it's, it seems like they, they do. Um, and, and again, I wish definitely for all, everyone who is really putting, full-time hours into something like this, they would be a little bit more rewarded. So Yeah, because, yeah. you know, if, if you break it down, if you break it down, it's like you building a huge building mm -hmm. on a real estate that you don't own. Yeah. And they can take it away, actually, anytime. Yeah. Like I've my wife. a huge following on a, on, a, on a real estate that I don't own. TikTok might yeah. say to me, oh, Costadinos, well done, but now I'm taking your real estate back. I don't want you yeah. in the platform. I deserve your account. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Well, we went actually to we went through that with my wife. She's few months ago. She someone hacked into her account, 
and the person started like literally on 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 her behalf start kind of harassing you know her audience um and there was no help and eventually the person who hacked the account pretty much just deleted and there was no way to recover this whole thing i think it would be if you could have the right connection and you would talk to the right people but at this point and you know her entire business was actually based on that so she was just devastated but um yeah we were kind of like yeah it's it's sad that there's no support for those creators that you know if they're running into these situations like there's nobody you can even talk to right you send emails they get this automatic replies and then it takes you literally nowhere but the the positive thing out of this you know the, the stuff which you learn you can always rebuild this stuff fairly quickly if you know what you're doing and you can know how to kind of you know, the reality is that you build a brand. I mean, for me right now, I've built a brand. So many people know me, recognize me. They see me here in Greece. They see me when I travel. They come and greet me. Costantinos, I'm watching you. So people know me, right? If Even if they close my accounts, uh, I can create a different avenue somehow. I might yeah. not have the following that I have now, but still people recognize me. They will look for me. They will search me up. They will uh, follow my own avenue if I create my own real estate or whatever. So... Yeah, branding is branding, and the more you build it, the stronger you become. Absolutely. Yeah. So my last question is, I know it's going to be kind of silly. So is there anything you don't like about um, digital marketing? Is there anything? Let's say, let's let's divide this. What you like a lot about digital marketing and what you don't like? I know it's a broad question. I love the fact that, you know, it gives you the freedom to do everything from a screen mm-hmm. like you know i can yeah. travel the world i can really live right now so i have a 25 uh, people team and we are all working remotely mm-hmm. we don't have to be next to each other on a single office and that's why that's why i, I quit my corporate job i don't want to have you know this kind of schedule and strict uh, principles that you need to be here from nine to six mm-hmm. and to stand here and pretend that you're working I don't believe that shit, okay? I believe in being remote, having uh, a project, having, you know, specific guidelines to everybody, and everybody uh, can work from anywhere to have the freedom to decide whenever they are productive to do whatever they want to do. And that's, you know, the beauty of digital, doing things on digital. Mm-hmm. I can go and travel the, the world and follow the sun for the next sun, for the next year, and create content from anywhere. At the same time, this takes a toll on your mental health. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it can be draining, it can be um, really um, tiring for you and for your, uh, for your mental health if you are really not balancing yourself with other stuff. So to, to keep a foot on the physical reality of things, mm-hmm. to, to socialize, to see people, to, to have an activity, to work out a bit um, and to do things that, you know, you genuinely love as a person because you need to ground yourself somehow. Uh, because, you know, some days I'm like 20 hours in front of a screen, my, my mobile or, or my laptop. And after a while, you realize that, you know, this has a toll for your mental health. Uh, so this for me is the flip side of things. Uh, mm-hmm. Becoming too virtual, too, uh, losing a bit the human touch and the human, you know, things that we need in our life to be balanced and happy. Well, we had a little bit of touch of COVID when we were completely, I don't know how Greece went through this whole process, but in Canada, we were like locked in for yeah. months. Here, the same. 
and, and then we were not able to to travel to even visit friends go outside it was just absolutely disaster um, it was, but, but at the same time, for me, COVID was an exceptional uh, opportunity to explode my business. I mean, the, the growth that I saw in my in the things that I do uh, after COVID uh, was insane. Because for me, it was an opportunity to jump into things that I would probably not jump into when I was, you know, in the in the before COVID reality. So TikTok, for example, was a something that came uh, for me, you know, as an opportunity during the quarantine because I didn't have so many, so much time to do other stuff. So yeah. I said, okay, let's give it a try. Yeah. Um, so for everything, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a positive side. There's a, yeah, absolutely. There's something you can do about, and I saw many people that really invest time in doing things and not, you know, just Netflixing and, and yeah. hanging with friends that they saw a huge difference in, in what they did. They exploded in what they did, especially online. Yeah. Well, and there's nothing else to do if you think about it, right? People are sitting at, yeah. at homes and they're just scrolling through, you know, social media platforms. That was, the, 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 I guess, the only entertainment they're, they're, they're able to do. So that was a great opportunity. So my last, last question today is what would be the one advice you would give to someone who is starting in the digital marketing? Like I would say find your find your for your job, you know, find something that you really genuinely love. Don't try to do everything. Don't try to, uh, to become a digital marketer. Try to become skillful in something, in something specific before you jump into other stuff. So make a quick run in everything like, you know, see SEO, see content marketing, see copywriting, see uh, UX or whatever. Understand what it really takes to become great and focus on one field. Focus on the field that you believe that you have more to offer and you have more appetite to learn. That's where you will hopefully become a top 10, top 15% of this specific territory within digital marketing. Mm -hmm. And that's where money comes because you are valuable enough to add more value in the marketplace. And that's how the marketplace starts looking for you and valuing more your services. So focus on one thing. Don't try to do everything. But first of all, have a personal opinion about every single field. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Constantinos, for your time. Um, I will link all your social media. I don't think, you know, like people know who you are, but everyone who doesn't know you yet, I think they they should follow your 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 TikTok, your your Instagram, your Facebook, everything where you are, because you have you, you're providing amazing content. And um, I'm, as I said, I'm a huge fan of you, um, and I will be looking forward to you know more. Your your posts, your your knowledge, your sharings. This is this is amazing. So so thank you for everything. What you do for the entire community because I level up my business because of you. So I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you so much. It's really nice uh, hearing that from uh, from uh, from everybody. And uh, really and uh, really thanks for the invitation. It was a great chat. Thank you so much. Take care, buddy. Take care. Bye.